I, I love this week. I love the excitement of our city. And, and for those of you who are visiting, thank you for being here. I, I look at this whole entire week and, and what God is doing and, and the lives that were changed during our Easter season. Over 200 people said yes to Jesus Christ during our Easter season. So we want to congratulate them too. And many of you are, are here again from last week. So we want to welcome you back. And uh, we're actually going to kick off a brand new series, Understanding God. So you can take out your bulletin and, and there's some notes in there that will help you to follow along. And, you know, last night was a beautiful night. Congratulations to all the participants in the 50th anniversary of our Merry Monarch. So we want to say congratulations to everyone. And then again, welcome for all those that are visiting. You know, yesterday we were walking around and every place is packed. If you were not ready to drive yesterday, you were, you were either drawn closer to God or you were very far from God. So it was just that packed. We, we, my friend said, hey, can you, can you go and give me a Starbucks? And I said, sure. And, and this is what he said. Can you give me an iced grande black tea, no classic, no water, add Thai, shaken in. Like, is that even legal? Is, can we make that? And somebody said, are you from Oahu? He was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome even those that are outer island. And I thought, well, no, no greater time than to celebrate our God. And many of us, we've come to know God and, and we recognize who He is. And, but then there's some that we're still trying to understand God. I think we all are trying to understand God because he, he's, His ways are so much higher than our own. And that's what we're going to learn through this entire series. It's how, how do we understand God better? We want to understand Him better. We don't, because it's not about a religion, it's a relationship. So like any relationship, it takes time, it takes, it takes energy, it, it takes a commitment to get to know someone. And it's no different with God. It takes time, it takes a commitment, it takes energy just to get to know God. But the good thing about God is He doesn't leave us. He wants to know us, and He does know us. He knows us by name. He knows everything about us. So that's what this series is going to be about. One of the common questions I get is, how do I know if it's God speaking to me? How do I know if it's Him? What does God sound like? What does His voice sound like? And so people will ask that question. I've even asked that question. You know, what does God sound like? But that's what we want to do through this series is get to know God better and then today, how do we recognize his voice? Yesterday, Heidi and I were, you know, were visiting all the different craft uh, vendors and the different areas. We we're at the Civic, and, and uh, I just caught these two people talking. And I guess they didn't see each other for a long time. And so the lady said, hey, you, you're not um, from, so and so, uh, from this place and that. And he said, yeah, well, where are you from? And they're talking back and forth. Now, you ever, if you ever saw on Tita and on Brada talking, like, and it's just... They're not even saying words. Like, so, yeah, auntie, yeah, that's, huh? no way. Ah! And that's what you see, screaming and, oh, no way. Hey, hey, you're looking good, you know. Yeah, you lost weight. So what you trying to say, I was fat. No, ah! And I was like, Heidi, just keep walking, keep walking. They're visiting, they're visiting. I don't know. But that's how it is. We're like that with one another. When you don't see someone for a long time and then you recognize them, there's a connection that takes place. And, and it's no different with God. He wants us to connect with Him. That we should be excited when we connect with God. That something should happen deep inside of our spirit when we begin to recognize that it's God speaking. 
How do we do that? Because sometimes we're, we're so far from him that we cannot even recognize his voice. And sometimes when, when, when he speaks to us, we don't know it's him. Because God is always speaking. The problem is we just don't recognize that it's him. He's always speaking to us. He, he wants us to get to know him. But sometimes there's so many things crowding our minds. We're so busy and, and so many things we're, that, that we're thinking about that we can't even recognize God's voice. When we were young kids, and, and you probably do this with your little ones, uh, we would be playing outside and, and it was myself and all of my cousins and friends. And, and we would be playing all day. And, and as it would get later, it would become later and later and later on, on in the day, you know, our parents would call us. And I remember my friends and cousins were playing and, and uh, someone said, Hey, Sheldon, your mom's calling you. I said, No, that's not her. Let's keep playing. And we're playing. And, and then all of a sudden, I, I hear faintly my mom calling me, Sheldon. I said, Wait, everybody, shh, be quiet. Sheldon. I said, Oh, that's my mom. i got to go home. And then you run home. Because if you don't get home in time, you get lickens, cracks, whatever you like call it. <laughs> Something happens. There's a consequence to it if you don't come home in time. And when God speaks to us, He speaks to us so that He can give us what's important. Because there's certain things that are coming up. It's like God wants to capture our attention. He wants us to recognize His voice so that when He speaks to us, we catch His heart. That we understand that He's giving us something of value. That God just, He doesn't just speak to us for no reason. He doesn't just talk to us just to show his voice or, or, or for us to hear his voice. He, he speaks to us on purpose, whether it's to build a relationship with us, helping us make decisions, uh, helping us for, for direction and, and helping us for strength or encouragement. That's what God does. He's, he's that specific and intimate with his children. He speaks specifically to each person. That's why he knows us by name. We're that valuable to God. That in a group like this, you're not lost in the crowd. He will speak to you by name, specifically. He's always speaking to us. But the question is, do I recognize his voice? There's a a story in the Bible about a young boy named Samuel. And Samuel was dedicated to the Lord, just like how we did baby dedication. His mother said to God, you know, if if I get this child, then I will dedicate him to you. He will serve you all the days of his life. And so his mother, Hannah comes to the temple, and Eli the priest is there. And so her little one, Samuel, is dedicated to the Lord. Now, Samuel is taken under the mentorship of Eli. And Samuel is learning to hear God's voice. And so Eli is mentoring him in that way. And so in the book of Samuel, if you do have your Bibles, I'll be in 1 Samuel chapter 3. And I'll read from verses 1 through 10. If you don't have your Bibles, you can write it in. Check it out at home. It's a great story on recognizing God's voice. Then helping us to to recognize God's voice and and to grow and understand God a little bit better. But 1 Samuel chapter 3, it's in the Old Testament, uh, verse 1. It says, Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And for some of us, maybe the word of the Lord is rare to us too. That we don't understand Him. We don't understand His word. We don't, we don't recognize His voice. 
So we can relate to that. And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow dim that he could not see and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was and while Samuel was lying down that the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I didn't call you. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And Eli said, uh, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. So he's at the beginning stages of recognizing God's voice. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. And God spoke to him. I look at this story and I think to myself, we all are at that place at one time or another where we don't recognize God's voice. God is always speaking, but we we don't recognize His voice. We don't know what He's trying to say or or what He sounds like. And in those days, the word of the Lord was just rare. There was no widespread revelation. So Samuel was just responding to what was familiar to him, Eli's voice. He was just responding to what he knew, and he thought it was Eli. Many of us, we think it's God, but we respond to what's familiar to us. We just think, oh, this must be God. So we we respond to what's familiar, and and then we later on find out, ooh, that wasn't God. And then we're back at at, at the beginning. How do I know if it's God or not? How do I recognize His voice? Well, once we understand God better and recognize His voice, then things start to change for the better. Because now we're guided by God Himself. But here's the first problem we deal with. I, I, think, I think for us, it, it's a big problem because we think God communicates like us. We expect God to speak to us how we speak to one another. Right now, as I speak, you see my mouth moving. But really what you're hearing is my vocal cords vibrating with air and a sound coming out through the airwaves and, and then your eardrum picking up on a vibration that your brain interprets at the sound and what I'm saying. Sorry I had to get technical, but that's basically what's happening. It's just vibrations on our eardrums. And so as we get older and our eardrums start to decay, we use the word what more often. <laughs> I find myself doing that. I said, what did you say, Heidi? She said, I told you three times. I said, I cannot hear. My iPod is playing. I don't know. I cannot hear. I don't think it's the iPod. I think it's this. It's going bad. And so we're trying to hear God how we hear one another. And God's ways are completely different. Here's the first thing that we can learn and understand with God. And you can write this in. That God speaks in various ways. We expect God to speak to us like how we speak to one another. But He speaks in various ways. Did you know that 70%... 
of what we communicate with one another is done through this thing called paralanguage, or we call it body language, kinesics, where it's 70% of what we communicate is done with gestures, expression. It's done with our, our vocal chords, our, our intonation in our voice, and how our voice will drop sometimes when you feel depressed. Or when we get excited, it changes in its volume. It, that's how our voice changes It's according to how we feel or excitement, whatever it is. And so that's how we communicate with one another. 70% of what we communicate is with gesture, body language. Maybe for some, you potagi, 99% might be more. But still, it's body language. We're all different. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just saying we use body language to communicate. So when God is trying to communicate to us... We're thinking, okay, uh, God should communicate to us like how we communicate with one another. But we don't see His body. There's, there's nothing visible that we can see. So we're already putting God in a category of how He should communicate to us. Because we expect Him to communicate to us how we communicate with one another. Here's how Isaiah puts it. Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 11. God says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours. Higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. I will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper wherever I send it. See, God is saying, you communicate in one way, but my ways are so much higher than yours. I don't communicate how you communicate. We're so limited in how we communicate with one another. God says, I communicate in so many ways. I speak to you differently. He says, my ways, my road, my path, this journey that you want, you're on, how I lead you is different than how you lead one another. We use facial expressions. We use our hands and gestures. I have some pictures, and I want us to just um, kind of capture what these people are, are saying just through their expressions, okay? So let's take a look at this first picture. It'll pop up, and, and without even saying a word, you can recognize what that person's feeling. You may look like that when you're paying bills. So you can already see that's, that's like frustration or like oh, agony. Next picture. Yeah, some of you laughing because it's like, is that my child this morning? Because that's what they looked like before they got up or they got ready. Sometimes school, right? Our kids, they look like that before they go to school. Some of your kids love going to school. But you can already see that person, that, that child's expression, and you can already sense what they're thinking and saying. Okay, next picture. Yeah, you can, all kinds of things can <laughs> come from that. Frustration, uh, yeah, forgot something. Okay, next picture. There's no facial expression there. Maybe your facial expression is... Yeah, I wish I had money. Okay, next one. Joy, happiness, something. You know that person is not sad. Okay, next picture. That person might be sad. (laughs) 
And some of us may look like that from time to time. Next picture. Okay, go live then. There it is. See? That person's happy right now. So just by our facial expression, like they didn't have to say a word. And you catch what they're saying. We expect God to speak to us how we communicate with each other. But there's no face to go with God. There's no facial expression, intonation of vocal change. We, we, don't, we don't have that. So it's harder for us to understand because there's, there's none of that. No body language, paralanguage, none of that. Sports athletes, if you watch, like right now, they just finished the final four. And now there's, you know, two left championship game. You watch when they make a shot and it's like a very important shot. They get pumped up and you see their faces. Pump their, and they get excited just by their facial expression. You can turn off the sound and you know what they're thinking. Remember, uh, I think it was Sammy Sosa with baseball. When, when, when he would do something good, he would pound his chest and... Just do it. Some, some athletes do that. Peace out. Or I don't know what they're saying. Maybe they're, maybe they're thanking the fans, but they're happy. They're doing something that expresses what they're trying to say with their body language. They're not just expressing themselves out of, I don't know what to say. It, it comes out of what they're trying to say. And God speaks in various ways. He, he, and, and we have a problem because we don't see a body language coming across. I remember one time uh, when, when our kids were, were little, they were just, you know, young and babies almost. And I remember I came home one day and, and Heidi said, uh, can you take out the trash for me? And I said, you could have taken out the trash. You was home all day. What did you do? She's like, what? I said, yeah, what, all you was doing was watching the kids. Okay, that was a long time ago, okay? I'm, I'm just saying. Some of you aren't laughing because you probably said that yesterday and you know where this is heading. And she said, can you just take it out real quick? And I said, you could have taken it out. You wait for me to come home to take out the trash. And she goes, well, I was with the kids all day. And I said, well, you could have at least taken out the trash. I mean, how hard it is to watch kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. So she, she, she says this, you know what, I'm over it. And she walks out into the other room and, and me mumbling under my breath. I said, you, yeah, that's right. Over it. <laughs> she, she comes out of the room. What? <laughs> now, the head movement says more than the word. And I said, I'll go take out the trash. That's what I said. I'm going to do that right now. So right now. And so I, 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 I knew what she would, I knew what she was saying. You know, she, she didn't really have to say much, but just from her body language, expression, head movement, it says it all. And, and, and God doesn't have that. So we're trying to, we're trying to understand God without, without what we're used to. And so we have a hard time understanding God because there's no body language. The second thing is that God speaks through various avenues. He speaks through various uh, 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 things and, and uh, even through people. God will speak through various avenues. God, God treats each and every one of us as unique children. So he, he speaks to us individually how we can understand. And he, he's not a cookie cutter kind of God where, okay, you all have to understand me the same. God will speak to us the same but is not limited to it. We all speak different languages in our world. Our cultures are different. So God will use different avenues and He treats us differently. 
He doesn't speak the same to every single person, and he doesn't use everything the same. He'll speak to, to us through various avenues. Look at Job 33. And I'll read verses 14 through 16. It says, For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. See, God doesn't, he doesn't just say, okay, this is how I'm going to speak, and if you don't get it, oh well. He said, I use, I use various ways. I'll speak through all kinds of things. I'll speak one way or in another. Yet sometimes we don't perceive it. God uses the Bible, the Word of God. This is what He's saying. This is His Word. Many of us don't recognize God's voice because we have yet to get into His Word. This is what He's saying. If you want to get to know God's voice and recognize His voice, get into what He is saying. Sometimes we don't want to spend the time, but again, it takes commitment. It takes, it takes time. It takes energy to get to know someone. It's no different with God. We've got to get into the Word. 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, it tells us that every scripture is God-breathed, given by inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction of error, and discipline and obedience, and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action, so that the man of God may be complete and proficient, well-fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's the Word of God. That's why it's important to be in the Word of God. As Dr. Robin was saying earlier during his devotions, and that means you're spending time with the Lord, you're devoting your time to the Lord, that that's when God will speak. And you'll recognize His voice. But He uses the Bible to speak to us. He gave us His one and only Son, Jesus Christ, so that we can understand God's voice. He actually put a body to His voice. Is in Jesus Christ. That's why when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, He was able to be raised from the grave. Because being all man, He was still all God. Not even death could destroy Him. And so, Jesus Christ, God speaks. And we can understand. That's why He gave us His Son. Some of us pray or we meditate. I look at it as, as, as prayer is, is us talking to God. Meditation is allowing God to talk to us. You know, we meditate on the Word of God. We, we just let God speak to us. And, and sometimes we've got to clear our minds because there's so many things happening in there that we just have to f- f- filter everything and let it go and then let God speak to us. And it takes time. Some of us don't want to sit still and let God speak to us. But it's a part of learning how to recognize God's voice. It's prayer, meditation. Even as believers, we encourage each other as a body of Christ, as brothers and sisters. Sometimes someone will come to me and they'll say, you know, I was praying and, and I really felt the Lord saying this. And they'll say an encouraging word to me. And He just builds my spirit. And I receive that. I say, Lord, boy, that was you, wasn't it? And as the body of Christ, we speak the words that God would be speaking. So God will use all kinds of avenues. He, he'll use nature. Uh, sometimes you'll be watching a sunset and you'll just feel God speak to you saying, just enjoy my presence uh, one time I was watching these, the clouds forming and, you know, 
on a windy day, and it, it came in and just went out. And I thought, wow, quickly, the clouds, they formed, and then they were gone. And, and then God spoke to me. He said, that's just like life. It's here today and then gone the next moment. So live your life well. And I found that in the Bible, that the Bible does say that. God will never, ever, ever, absolutely never contradict His Word. So if you feel God's speaking something to you, it will line up with the Bible. If it doesn't line up with the Bible, I would say, hmm, might not be God. Because He doesn't contradict His own Word. But He'll use that. He'll, he'll use praise and worship. He'll use, he'll use music. Some of us, we hear God when we're listening to praise and worship songs. You'll come into church and, and during worship, you'll feel God speak to you. It's through the worship time. That's why I, I, I feel so honored that I get to stand in His presence with worship. That I can sing to Him and at the same time as I'm singing, He speaks to me. That's why I don't, ever, I don't, I don't want to miss my worship times with God. And sometimes I, we treat worship time here at church like, okay, I get 15 more minutes so, because worship is happening. But that might be the time that God speaks something so valuable. And if I don't take it seriously, I miss it. And then I wonder why things aren't working out. Maybe because God is trying to speak through the avenue of music because maybe that's how you catch things. We used to do that. Remember on the radio? You, you call up the radio station. You say, oh, I can dedicate this to Heidi. <laughs> oh, how long? Oh, we made our anniversary six weeks. <laughs> so you play a song and then you, call, you text or call and you say, hey, listen to the radio right now because get a song playing for you. And then they listen to it and say, oh. I love him. You know, it, it, not like that. I know Heidi wouldn't. Anyway, but it's like you can speak through music. And God does the same thing. He, he can speak to us through music. I remember listening to, you know, certain songs. And, and then I, I came to know the Lord. And, and, you know, there weren't good lyrics in it. And I really felt God saying, this is not for you anymore. Like, wow, you can even speak to me while I'm going through that phase and he says, I want you to begin to listen to positive music that is good, influencing to your soul kind of music. And I, I said, okay, and I will. And he, he can speak. And God does, but we just got to recognize his voice. Some of us, God speaks through our circumstances. Even in the Bible, remember Balak and Balaam? Remember that? I don't know if you remember that story, but it's a story that, that uh, uh, I, I believe it was Balaam that had a donkey... And the donkey was trying to pass a certain path, but the angel of the Lord stood in his place. And, and the, uh, Balaam couldn't, you know, he couldn't see the angel of the Lord, but the donkey could. And he kept beating up his donkey, and then the donkey spoke. And God used a donkey to speak. I know what you're thinking. I get plenty of donkeys who speak. But... It, <laughs> He's talking about an animal. God even used an animal to speak. <laughs> but he'll use different avenues. And then, and then there's that still small voice, you know, deep down inside that tells us from right and wrong. That still small voice that, that God will even use a still small voice. For some, God will use an audible voice. But if we don't recognize that it's him then we're not going to be able to carry out what is so valuable, what is important. See, God speaks to us in the same way. 
but he uses various avenues. He's not limited to one way, but he also will speak to us as individuals. Out of all the people on the face of this planet, almost, I guess, 7 billion people maybe now, that he still will speak to you as an individual differently than anybody else. He can do that. You and I do that. I mean, I speak to Heidi differently than I speak to anybody else. You speak to your spouse differently than, than anybody else. We speak to each other differently because we, we, we recognize who the person is. And so we, we, we speak to the person dependent on who they are. I remember uh, what I called Heidi on her cell phone, but I guess her mom had her phone uh, and I didn't know. And so her mom answered the phone and I didn't really pick up on her voice. And she said, hello. I said, hi, beautiful. And she goes, well, thank you, Sheldon. Do you want to speak with Heidi? I'm like, yes, I would. Can you put her on the phone, please? And then Heidi came on the phone and then I, okay, that wasn't you, Heidi. And sometimes we, we don't recognize the person's voice, but we speak to each other differently. God speaks to us as individuals. I don't, I don't speak to you how I speak to my grandchildren. My, my, my grandchildren, like, like Jaden, my, my oldest grandchild, I'll, I'll clap and I'll say, Where's my Jaden boy? Where's my Jaden boy? Where's my Jaden boy? Where's my Jaden boy? And he's dancing, he's pumping fists. I pick him up and I'm a Landon boy, my other grandson. Where's my Landon boy? And they love that. I don't speak to you like that. I, I would not do that. Where's the New Hope Church? Where's the New Hope Church? It just it wouldn't go well. How you speak to your spouse and, and how you speak to your boss, completely different. You could be on the phone, hi, and you're talking to your boss. Sure, take care of that. No problem. Got it. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Talk to your spouse. Hello. What? 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 I'm busy. I'm busy. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Like... Hmm, that was not your boss, wasn't it? We speak to each other different. And God is no different. He, he speaks to us as individuals. He knows us by name. He knows our heart. He knows everything about us. We can recognize God's voice. He, we, he's always speaking. It's just we don't recognize that it's Him. God loves us so much that he, he, he'll, he'll capture our attention. He loves us that much to say, this is important, so I'm going to speak this to you. But if we don't recognize that it's Him, we're going to miss what's valuable. Sometimes, sometimes God captures our attention because we've been ignoring Him. And if it's something that important, He's able to capture our attention. One morning, I was sleeping, and uh, Heidi was already up, and, and I just hear a scream. Ah! Shout out! Hurry up! Come here! And, you know, as a husband, first thing you think, something's wrong. Somebody's attacking, you know, burglar, you're running. Oh, what's up, what's up, what's up? You know, you're trying to, you're trying to make sure that you're the man of the house, you're taking care of the house. So you're, you're ready because it's panic time. And so I said, what, what, what is it? Cockroach! I'm like, are you serious? Yes! Kill it. I'm like, what? All that screaming, all that energy, you could have killed it by now. But it's, it's, she, she'll use that to capture my attention. God will use certain avenues to capture our attention. And one avenue that He uses that we really don't like to talk about is a thing called pain. That God can even capture our attention through painful moments. Many of us have come to know God out of pain. And some of us would think, well, how, God, how, how dare God 
do that to capture my attention. Well, I look at it this way. It's not that he makes pain happen so that you're painful. I look at it as God wants to do surgery because even surgery in the middle of it is a bloodbath. But when it's all done and the healing takes place, everything works out together for good. And sometimes even in our painful moments, it's a bloodbath. We don't like it. But God is saying, I'm not finished with surgery yet. It'll heal up. I'll, I'll, I'll close up the wound. I'll fix everything. But it'll take some time to heal. But everything will all work out together for good. That's how our bodies are made. When something, when something is painful, it captures our attention so that we can take care of it. And God loves us that much that he's willing to say, here's a painful moment, but here's, here's what's going to take place and I'm going to heal you up. Here's some surgery. But now he has our attention. It's not the best way, but sometimes that's the only way because it turns out to be the best way. But we've got to recognize that it's the Lord and not turn away from him. Now, what if you make a decision and then later on you come back and say, ooh, that definitely wasn't the Lord. I thought it was him, but it wasn't. Here's the last thing, and this will encourage all of us. That when that happens, keep learning when I mistake his voice. Just keep learning. Just keep learning as we mistake his voice. We're going to mistake his voice. We've done that with one another. We thought we said something, but we didn't. We thought somebody said this, but they didn't. We mistake each other's voice at the same time. So when it comes to God, that will happen too. But that's the other problem when it comes to recognizing God's voice is that we know what each other's voice sounds like. Like you can pick up on, on, on your, your children's voice. You can pick up on each other's voice. And God doesn't have a so-called audible voice to go with it. You know, if, if you turn on the TV and, and maybe you know a certain actor and, and you just turn on the TV, you hear explosions. And you are everybody get down. Look out for the bullets. You're going to get shot and you might die. You know, you're thinking, that might be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Maybe. You, maybe you can pick up on his voice. Because you're familiar with it. Or if you watch MMA, and, and I watch MMA from time to time, and you're an interview, and you hear, well, you know, I'm, I'm, every time I step into the octagon, I, uh, you know, I throw my leg kicks, but I'm training for, you know, six weeks at a time. And, and I'm thinking, that's got to be GSP. So you can kind of pick up. I remember in the, in the 80s, there was this, 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 this big, you know, heavyweight boxer, champion, and big guy. And then in an interview, it's like, okay, so how was the fight? Well, you know, the guy came across at me, and, you know, I was just trying to dodge him and duck him, weave. And, and I was like, that's got to be Mike Tyson. So we, we know voices. We can pick up on each other's voices. You know, your spouse, you know, one another. Yeah, don't quit my day job, but you, you can pick up on the voices. But we don't have that with God. We, we don't have a certain specific indication that that's God's voice. You know, we, we don't have something to identify. Uh, that's what God sounds like. He doesn't have a distinct voice. So it makes it even harder. See, God could speak with a thunderous voice. He could speak with a, a strong voice. He could speak as a mighty wind or rushing waters. But here's how 1 King says it. 1 King 19, 11 through 13. This is where Elijah is, is catching the voice of God. And God says to Elijah, go out 
stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And even Elijah, learning to hear God's voice, that that still small voice God spoke, that Elijah caught it, he heard it, and God spoke and called him by name. God is that intimate with us where He will specifically speak to us. He may not be in a thunderous voice. He may speak that way. He may not be in the fire, though He might because He did that with Moses. But He'll do things differently. He speaks through various avenues. But you just keep learning what He sounds like. Because you're going you're gonna to recognize His voice after some time. He's always speaking. It's just we don't recognize His voice. Sometimes God doesn't even have to say a word and we know His heart because we begin to understand His heart. And it's like us. We, sometimes we don't even have to say a word, but because we know the person's heart, we can hear their voice. You know what I mean? My boys and I were at home one day and, and Heidi wasn't home yet. She was supposed to come home at a specific time, but she came home early. And so as a dad being home with my two boys, dishes everywhere, house a mess, and I saw Heidi come into the driveway. And when I saw that, I said to my boys, Guys, mom's home. Hurry up. Let's clean up. And so we're doing the dishes, fixing everything up. I said, Did you guys do your chores? Ah, oh, chores. So they had to run out, do all their chores. And chores, and, and in minutes, we got everything back to normal. Heidi didn't even have to say one word. But we could hear her voice. <laughs> we could hear it loud and clear. Because she doesn't like coming home to a messy house. She doesn't have to speak it. We know her heart. We can come to a place in understanding God that we will begin to learn to recognize God's heart. And as we do that, we'll hear His voice. Because we understand His heart. There are many times that God will not speak audibly. But because we know His heart... We can recognize His voice. And if you truly want to recognize God's voice, then I would say this. Spend time with the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Because that's how we begin to hear the heart of God. As the book of John tells us, John 10, 25 through 27, and Jesus is is helping people to understand God, He answers them and he says, I told you, but you don't believe. Everything I have done has been authorized by my Father. Actions that speak louder than words. You don't believe because you're not my sheep. My sheep recognize my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them real and eternal life. See, sometimes we don't understand God or recognize his voice because we don't know Jesus. That... We recognize the shepherd's voice because we're his sheep. 
And as we spend time with him, we'll develop that relationship. We'll begin to recognize God's voice. Heidi and I have been together for almost 30 years. And I recognize her voice. One morning, we're in the fellowship hall, and I'm trying to find her. I'm, and I'm asking people, hey, did you see where Heidi is? i got to tell her something. And, and she says, uh, and they said, oh, no, I, don't, I didn't see her. And I said, Can we, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, oh, she's outside, information center. They said, really, how do you know? I said, I can hear her voice. I can, I can hear it. I'm sure you can do that too. You can, you can hear your spouse's voice. You can pick up on their voice. Even in a room that's crowded, you can pick up on their voice. Some of you can pick up on each other's laugh because of the way you laugh. Not teasing your laugh, but sometimes it's like, Whoa! and everyone's like, whoa, why laughing at that? But you can pick up on their laugh. That's a laugh. But you can pick up on it because you know that person. You, you spent time with them and, and you can recognize that it's that person. And when you spend time with Jesus Christ, Christ, you recognize that it's Him. And what's, what's just as important as hearing God's voice is recognizing that it's Him. So you keep, you keep learning as you recognize His voice because God will he'll speak in various ways. He'll use different avenues to speak. He'll continue to speak to us. And one day we will recognize His voice and we will say, Speak. For your servant hears. Amen. And put away your Bible and your notes. Read the story of a, a, a man who was, uh, he was hiking and he was on this cliff, but he fell down the cliff and he caught a branch, just a, just a lonely branch, and small enough to hold him up for a little while, but he's hanging on that cliff. And he's looking down, he's thinking, there's no way I can... I will die if I let go. But, but he's hoping that someone's up there. So he calls and he says, Hey, is there anybody up there? Throw me down a rope, please. And he waits. Somebody, is there anybody up there? Finally, he hears God speak. And he says, God, is that you? He says, yes. He says, oh, thank you. Can you throw me down a rope? And he says, no. But if you let go, I will catch you. Is there anybody else up there, God? And I think for some of us, maybe God is saying, you just got to let go of every other voice, especially your own. Let me catch you. Then you begin to recognize that it's been me all along. Maybe we got to filter out all the other stuff and let it go so that God can catch us and speak to us. And then we'll recognize that it's Him and we'll be able to, like Samuel, catch his heart and say to him, Speak, for your servant hears. You pray with me. Let's bow our heads for a moment. Lord, I do pray for all of us that we would begin to recognize your voice. That we would be people who con- continuously turns towards you so that we can understand you better. That we can grow in our relationship with you. We don't We don't know it all, but you see everything from beginning to end. And so help us to to recognize your voice. Help us to take out all that is not of you so that when you do speak to us, we can understand. Lord, I pray for those that they may have never connected with you. 
maybe they don't recognize your voice because they don't belong to you right now. They, they have never given their hearts to you and, and they've tried everything their way. They, they, they try to live their own life according to what they're familiar with. But you know what's best for us. There may be some of you this morning, you've never connected with God. You never, you never gave your heart to Jesus Christ. But I want to help you with that. We can say a prayer together. And the Bible says that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Anyone. That God accepts us just as we are and he loves us so much. that he's also willing to help us become more and more the person he created us to be. If you've never received Jesus and you want to this morning, I'll pray with you. And I'm just going to ask if you just lift a hand right now and you're saying, I, I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ and I'll pray with you. You're not going to have to stand or anything. I just want you to, to lift a hand and, and acknowledge that, yep, I want to give Jesus my heart. Go ahead. You can lift a hand. Good. God bless you. Anybody else? You're saying, I, I want to give Christ my heart. Good. Good. Back there. God sees you. Good. Good. You can put your hands down. Good. God sees you. God sees you. And we can pray this prayer together and just as the body of Christ. And here's the prayer. And especially for those who are saying yes to Jesus Christ for the first time. Here's the prayer. Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean and make me brand new. I believe you died on the cross. And you rose again to give me eternal life. So I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. And we all said, Amen. Amen.